W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American window machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Get it to 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. Welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by... Hey, it's Gibran. The Parlay Pounder's back in the building. Gibran, the King James. <laughs> How we doing, guys? <laughs> All right, so we got a full slate here. Got a lot to talk about. Yeah. UFC Fight Night. Fun uh, main card that we're going to be talking about. We yeah. also got NHL, a couple matchups. Uh, sure. Obviously, it's March. We have to talk basketball. No doubt about it. March Madness, baby. So we're going to touch on some college hoops, set some set, uh, set everybody up for some, uh, I don't know, some March Madness that's coming on down the turnpike, but we're also going to get into some NBA talk as well. For sure. For sure. Sounds a lot of fun. Yeah. Why don't we uh, kick off with this UFC event, Andy? I'm just, you know, tickled about it. Uh, UFC fight night. It's at the Apex in Las Vegas. Thiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalev. That's the main card. That's the main fight of the night. We got to... The Brazilian 38-year-old in Santos versus the <laughs> rising prodigy from Russia. That's Ankalev, obviously. Um, this Ankalev has won seven fights in a row. Yeah, and, and he has an oppressive record, too, sitting at 16-1. and one. On the other side, yeah. Santos, you know, he has a lot of fights under his belt, 22-9. and nine. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, we've talked about this in the past, talking about UFC, is, you know, a guy coming on the way down and a guy on the way up. Right. Thiago Santos has been a top of the lightweight division for a very long time. He's still sitting at fifth best in the lightweight division. Yeah, yep. But this Ankalave is rising fast, and he's just behind him at number six ranked. Um, the, Both coming off some wins, though. Both coming off wins. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The, it's just, uh, we're talking about where's the line here. The odds for Ankalave are at minus 550. So if you're trying to bet this straight <laughs> oh, no. up, you're going to have to risk so much money. Yeah, that's not a good play right there. Yeah, so uh, Thiago Santos coming in at, you know, plus 400, which is, you know, a very good value pick, but nobody mm-hmm. in their right mind mm-hmm. actually thinks this guy is going to win. Uh, three of his last four fights, though, I just want to I just want to sprinkle this out there. Okay. Three of his last four okay. fights are losses, but against Glover Teixeira, which is the lightweight champion right now, Alexander Rakic, which is the number three lightweight, and John Jones. So, so maybe yeah. maybe the best UFC fighter of all time. He's taken off some. Yeah, he's taken on some <clears throat> top tier opponents yes, here on down the stretch. Uh, I mean, but I thought you were going to maybe throw in a, a, a little side note there, a little parlay, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't know, sprinkle something in there. Like, do you want to, like, maybe do a bet on the round or anything like that? Or are you just going to stay <laughs> so, away from no, this, no, this no, wacky no, no, line? No. I got it right here for you. I oh, right here. here we go. So there's this the, the fight right before this is between Marlon Morales and Song Young Dong. And Say that again. <laughs> Song Young Dong. <laughs> so these are... Uh, these are featherweight fighters. Uh, Marlon Morales is sitting at number 10, and Song Yun Dong is at 14. These guys are kind of the same way. Marlon, uh, Mar- Magic Marlon, they call him, 
has been in the UFC for so long. He's 23, 9, and 1. Mm-hmm. And Song Yandong is kind of the new age kid with 17 and 5. Okay. So, out of China. Out of China. He's at a minus 245, which is, you know, he's very... Song Yandong is supposed to win this fight as well. I just don't think that it's that big of a pushover. I like Magic Marlin in this actual okay. fight. Oh. So I'm going to parlay Marlin and Ankalave and risk a $100 to win 248, which so, I think okay. is a very very yeah. good bet if we parlay these two together. Yeah, so that's that's where you're getting your va- uh, value right there. Is, yes, sir. I mean, especially if you like Magic Marlin outright yeah. here, uh, that's a good place to get get it in. Yeah. And, you know, he's still ranked significantly higher. You know, he's yeah. number 10. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, where Song, he's still sitting at 14, still trying to work his way up. And he doesn't have a dominant record by any means. He's sitting at 17, 5, and 1. Yes. So it's not like uh, Enclaves where he's sitting at 16 and 1 with 7 or 8 wins in a row. Yeah, no. These guys are both, uh, you know, I think they're very good fighters. I just give the edge to Marlon right here just because he is, uh, you know, just a seasoned vet and he's really trying to get back up on this I've been following him, and he really wants to make one more shot at the title and then kind of hang it up. So I just think that they're very overvaluing uh, Sung Young Dong right now on the sports books, and I think I'm going to cash in on it. You know, and, and uh, Magic Marlin here, he's got a significant advantage when it gets to grappling. So if he can get this to the mat, he's going to have a real good chance of pulling this one off. You for know, sure. he doesn't have to go for the knockout. He can just build up rounds, and it's only three rounds on the undercard, correct? For sure. So, yeah, I mean, he just has to get a couple takedowns in there <laughs> and sneak out with the two round, you know, no one, two or three rounds. No doubt about it. And, yeah, like we were just talking about, Sung Young Dong doesn't really have that good of a ground game. Mm-hmm. So, if he can get him, he might even get him to submit. So, no, that's a parlay. It's Ankalave and Marlin together, risk 100 to win 250. It's just the best value play of the night, and I just think it might hit. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not going to argue you with you i'll go i'll go along with that uh you but you're reaching <laughs> no, no doubt about it no doubt about it i'm kind of flip-flopping you know what we're talking about rising stars and uh you know guys still trying to stay up there in those rankings so it's going to be a fun fight card and you know we love our ufc here at wtl all right so do we want to get right into nhl or should we take a quick break well, let's get into it you know i'm i'm really really uh keep it going keep it going keep it going <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> so we got two huge matchups in our area um sun, uh, sunday march 13th we got the nashville predators coming into the minnesota wild these two teams are you know very very good teams nashville sitting at 32 20 and 4, Minnesota Wild at 33, 19 and 3. Nashville is first in the wild card race right now, and Minnesota mm. Wild is third in the Central. So both these teams are in yeah, the playoffs. Right there. Yeah, they're, they're right in the there. playoffs right now. It's Even. just, uh, you know, to keep in those playoffs, you got to keep you got to keep fighting. Right. So can't be giving games away at this point in the season. Exactly. Uh, where you know where the line I think is going to be on this one? It's at Minnesota, so I'm going to give the slight edge to them. I think it's going to be a probably a minus one ten money line bet. Right for the. Minnesota it's always right around there with these NHL games for sure, you know? especially with two teams that are this yeah. close. Yeah. Uh, so what I would like to do with these two uh, with this game is I want the Minnesota Wild because they are just. They bang up at home. And they, they're, yeah, they're at home. They That's do a not huge advantage. They yep. do not lose at home. And I think this, I think this under over under is going to be at about five and a half. So if it's if it's at five and a half, I think there's going to be at least six goals in this game. Okay. So I'm going to parlay those two together. Probably 
you know, risk 100 to win 150. Yeah, and I don't know what it is with the books this year, but they really don't like to get out of that five, five and a half spot right. when it comes to NHL. And it doesn't matter if it's Caesars, MGM, you know, what book you're looking at, FanDuel, they really feel comfortable sitting there at five, five and a half. No doubt So about there's it. reason to believe that's where this line will be set. Yeah. And, I mean, we got some prolific scores going at it here. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's fighting for position or just to make the playoffs, their playoff life here. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like you were just saying, these are, you know, two of the best teams in the NHL, and they got a couple of the best players. A couple of people I want to talk about with Nashville Predators, Roman Yossi has 60 points on the year, 15 goals, but even more impressive, he has 45 assists on the year, which is just outrageous. Um, on the other side, we got Kirill Caparozzi? Caparozzi. Caparozzi with uh, 71 (laughs) points. He has 28 goals on the season with 43 assists. These two are going to get it in the net. uh, Just those two alone could add up over five and a half, you know? (laughs) No doubt about it. So, no, I really like this to go over five and a half. If it comes out at six, I'm still might. I still might take it just because I like these two teams so much. Well, you'd be looking for the push then at the bare minimum. Yeah. You're looking for the sixth spot, and yep. you feel good about that. No doubt about it. So why don't we uh, change gears a little bit and head west a little bit to Colorado. Colorado. Um, we got a rematch of the one we just talked about a couple weeks ago, Calgary Flames coming into Colorado Avalanche. Calgary sitting at first in the Pacific uh, Pacific Division, and Colorado sitting at first in the Central. So this is kind of a heavyweight battle, right? This here. is a heavyweight Bow. battle. Yep. Who's the best in the uh, NHL? Who's better in the Western Conference? Um, so that's probably a one ten type of deal, no doubt you about know, it. Yeah, since it's since it's at Colorado, we're going to go minus one ten money line. I like it. I like it. I like Colorado in this in this uh-huh. thing. Um, the yeah, one, they're at home. They're at home. Yeah, the one thing about this that I'm going to kind of flip-flop with what I just did with the uh, Nashville-Minnesota game, these are two of the best goalies in the NHL. Oh, so you're going defense here. So oh. if, this, if this opens up at 6 or 6.5, I might go with the under on this game. Dude, are you eating some of those edibles from Colorado? <laughs> you know, you've been on the Colorado Avalanche here. Yeah, yeah. you totally flip your script. You're talking, <laughs> scoring, 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 and how everyone's just getting in the net, assists all over the place. No doubt about it. <laughs> and, uh, and now you want to head west a little bit bit here and yeah uh you like calgary and the colorado avalanche and their two goalies yes no doubt about it these two goalies keep it out of the net um two i mean uh calgary's flame goalie literally was the best goalie all of uh february so i think he's gonna bring that into march um colorado does have some really good goal scorers with nazim yes K- they uh, do Kadri yes. with 72 points 22 goals and 50 assists on the year but I really think that if this opens up to six to six and a half, I would go with the under. But well, I mean, I feel me. like it's going to be at five. You know, for yeah. every, all the reasons you just said. And, yeah. You know, I'm just looking at all the uh, NHL lines, and they're really they stick to that four and a half to five and a half. Yeah. And if you have two good goalies, you know, going at each other here, jockeying in two top ranked teams, right, yeah, yeah, and leading yeah. their divisions. No doubt about it. I mean, I don't know. This one might even be at four and a half. So let's let's <laughs> say it, it is at four and a half. Are oh, you going to stay away from no. it? Or what are hit, you going to do hit there? Hit the over. Hit the over. Hit yeah, the over. Hit the over. I'm just regardless. This 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 game is looking at me right in the face, and I'm thinking it's a <laughs> three to two, three to three game. So I'm just. The NHL's um, just daring the parlay pounder. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, you could you could definitely talk me into the over. It just I like these goalies a lot, and I I think that these guys will be um, on top of their game playing against each other. All right. So that's your threshold. You know, four and a half hit the over, but if it gets up to six, you like the unders. No doubt about it.
No All right. doubt about it. All right. Uh, and is that – those are the two those matchups two we're looking games, at those here. Those are the two in our area. We like to, you know, stick here in the Midwest a little bit with Minnesota and Colorado. And, you know, four of the best teams in the NHL, you can't get better than that. No, a couple really wild. Minnesota wild. <laughs> oh, matchups there. All right, so let's let's take a break here. Yep. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to get into college basketball talk. And, you know, got – Tip of the cap here for the old Huskers. Yeah. And then you got a pretty good matchup coming at coming at you Saturday yeah. in the NBA that we want to talk about. I'm your host, Andy Classen, joined by Jabron James, a parlay pounder. This is WTF. I'm your host, Andy Class. This is WTL Jabron. Hey, what's going on? Where's the line? So <laughs> we're going to talk a little NCAA basketball, but still early in the game as far as March yeah. Madness is concerned. So uh, we're going to get much more into it. Probably have a little bracket special for you guys. No but doubt. right now, we got to take a moment and, you know, just recognize the little run that the old Huskers went on here. Yeah. We, we've been beating them up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, no doubt about it. We, uh, ever since we started, <laughs> we kind of beaten the old Huskers up, and they really, really played well. They, you know, I think I saw a stat that they, in the last 50 years, there's only one team that's had 20 losses on the season and upset two ranked teams. And I think it's – you. They've only been keeping that stat for 50 years, right. so it could be it forever, could be like one, ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I wouldn't be surprised because there's not too many times you uh, uh, play that many games in a season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, the seasons were shorter back then. Exactly. Uh, and, yeah, they knocked off a couple of top ten opponents on the road in conference. Yep. Um, kind of righted the ship there at the tail end. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God, they're only nine wins away from taking home a national championship. <laughs> they just had to. Win the Big Ten tournament, then of course blow through the NCAA tournament. You know, it's just nine quick wins. Yeah, nine quick wins. Oh, uh, no, so close. Yep. Yeah. But no, it was a lot of fun watching them over the last uh, couple weeks. Uh, had a really devastating loss to Northwestern tonight. It just yeah, uh, yep. they played well. Had they, them on the ropes. They were up fourteen and a half and just kind of let let it you know let it kind of run down their leg. But Northwestern kind of had our number. They beat us twice this year already. It hey. just Hey, I still, uh, I still walked away with a little bit of a grin on my face because you know my bet. Yep, Nebraska's going to cover. Yep, and and what was the score? And what happened? Yeah, okay, yeah, they uh, <laughs> we lost seventy one to sixty nine, and the um, the odds opened up today at Huskers plus five, so Boom. they blew that Boom. out of the water. Um, I yeah. just need to get that on my app. Just automatically take the Huskers. <laughs> <laughs> Get the notification and ding. Yep, no <laughs> doubt about it. No, uh, Verge and the boys played very good tonight. They just couldn't couldn't hack it when it came down to the uh, crunch time moments. But no, it 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 has Husker fans, you know, really, you know, yeah, wanting more, wanting yeah, more. You know, and it was what we thought. You know, these guys could have turned into. Yeah. Obviously, the season didn't happen. Real rough go of it for a Hoiberg. Yeah. Uh, credit to Trev Alberts for, you know, getting out in front of him and saying, look, he is our guy. No more speculation. We're not sure. firing him. Did restructure the contract. I mean, that's pretty cool that. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. You know, I think took some responsibility yeah, there. It, it did. And, yeah. It, it showed a lot of growth in Hoiberg that just yeah. said, you yeah. know, I really do want to be here. I get that I'm not, you know, up to par with what I've said. Um, but yeah, it's it really, just not producing wins, right? Bottom and, line. But I thought that 
because he's an NBA coach. He could have just said F you and got out. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I thought it showed really, you know, good by both parties there that said, we, we're not where we want to be. We're going to restructure the contract and, you know, fight for it next year. And everybody with a blog, a vlog, or a microphone in their face is saying Bryce McGowan's is heading to the NBA draft. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess my hot take, and it sounds like uh, you're on the same page here, yeah. he's coming back. I think he's coming back. I don't know why he wouldn't come back. The whole thing about Bryce McGowan's, you can you can tell that he's great. You can, oh, of course. You can yeah, tell you, he's a five-star. You can star. see that five-star. You yes. can see a five-star, but the other thing that you can see is that he's not ready. No, and that's 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 where I'm going with it. For is, sure. Oh, you want to be like just everyone else that leaves a year or two early and get yeah. lost in the G League? Exactly. Fine, go for it. Like, what are you gonna knock down lifetime earnings of two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and exactly. then that be it? Exactly. Or stay another year, improve your draft status, uh, make a run into the tournament. You yeah. know, uh, all those things. And you're saying a year early? Yeah, he could put on some. Some mass, put on some muscle, exactly. get himself ready for that draft. I mean, I think his draft card right now, I mean, even if he goes in the second round, those guys usually get lost in the G League. Yeah, no doubt about There's it. There's not too many of them that and, make it. And I don't think he would be a first-round pick right now. It just, I just don't think that he's shown enough, and I just don't think that, you know, he's built, you know, built enough for it. Right. That being said, I, I do think a major factor of him coming back is his older brother, Trey, because he, he doesn't have any offers to go anywhere. And I really think that they're going to want to run it back with Trey having a full season. Remember, he got injured yes, at yes. the start of the season. And I thought those guys were having fun in the preseason with yeah. their podcast, you no know, and, and Nebraska really wrapped their arms around those yep. two guys and, yep. and supported him through his injury. I mean, I just see so many positives. And maybe it's just me with those – you know, Husker Vision eyeglasses on <laughs> no right now. But I, I, on a personal level, I feel it's in both their best interests. And I don't know the personal, you know, stuff at yep. home and all that stuff. Yep. But as far as your basketball career and then setting yourself up for success beyond basketball, yeah. I like the idea of staying one more year in school. And, I mean, if he was at Creighton or Syracuse or wherever, I would have the same type of, you know, feeling yeah, yeah. towards that. Yeah, no doubt about it. I just think one more year will, like he said, in improve that draft status, get him into the first round, get him that signing bonus, get him that actual yes. real money, yep. and, uh, you know, get him on a, you know, V-line onto an NBA roster. I mean, it's the same thing in the NFL. A lot of those guys leave a year early, then they get drafted in the fifth round yeah. versus the second round or third round. and With um, guaranteed money. Yeah, guaranteed money, and also you just get such a better shot. You know, yep. the coach, the general manager has to prove that he was right, you yep. know, reaching for a guy in the second round or third round or just prove that they made the right pick. So you're going to get yes, every sir. opportunity available. Now, if you're a fifth-round guy, a sixth-round guy in the NFL draft because you left a year early, you're not going to get those opportunities. It's tough. You know, it is. It's really tough, and I just feel that that's the situation, you know, in front of Bryce McGowan's, and I don't have agents yeah. and guys talking to me yeah, saying, come on, sure. you know, oh, I'll throw you $300,000, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I had 300000 in front of me, uh, maybe, you know, it, maybe I'd end it. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah, doubt about so it. I get it. I don't want to speak for someone else. but No doubt know. about it. I think we are both looking, you know, you know, with a little bit of the Nebraska blinders on, but I do think that he is not yeah, ready yeah. for the NBA. He's not built for it yet. You can tell the lights get a little bit too bright for him in big moments. Yep. And yep. I just think yep. one more year when he's the actual leader of this team, because oh, yeah. you know Verge is gone, you know Walker's gone, this is right. his team. Yeah. He's coming back as the Big Ten Newcomer of the Year, and he's not the newcomer anymore. No. He is a returning starter, and this is his 
his state, his team, everything. Yep. yep, and he'll have the whole Big Ten to like reconquer, you know. And if and if you are a first round draft pick, the table will be set for you to you know make that claim. No doubt about it. All right, so uh, uh, up the road just a little ways in Omaha, Creighton. They got a little bit of a tough road in front of them just because the Big East is so competitive. I think I saw in a couple of draft boards they got six or seven teams yeah. on on the on the bracket, you know, yeah, projections yeah, yeah. right now. For sure, you know, I think the last bracketology thing I looked at, the Big Ten had eight teams going and the Big East had Ooh. seven. So <laughs> Yeah, just brutal. I mean, Northwestern, who knocked off Nebraska – um, in the you know bunny bracket, now they're going to face Iowa. <laughs> I was the five seed, right? And I we, was the five seed, and we've been talking you know wow. how Iowa is all all yeah. year, and I think they have been ranked up to number three in the nation. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're the five, they're the five seed chart. in the tournament. So no, oh, it, it's it's pretty crazy how uh, good both these uh, both these conferences are. And Creighton sitting here at the five seed of the Big East tournament. Playing Marquette, which is the uh, sixth seed, we uh, yeah, wish them right luck. in the middle of the pack. Yeah, wish yeah. them luck. It's going to be a hard road to win that uh, Big East tournament, but you know if the Jays can do it, the Jays can do it. And most projections, regardless, have Creighton in, but it would be nice, uh, you know, a little bit of a security blanket if yeah. they could just get at least one win in the Big Ten or Big East tournament. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got they've been bitten by the injury bug. No them hard is out. Yeah, so it's out. It, it, and it. It kind of shifts everybody into a position. You know, your shooting guard now turns into the pointing guard, and on down the line, you know, the dominoes fall. Yep. So it, they're probably going to have a, a tough road in the NCAA tournament as well, uh, a tough draw, whether they're the 12 seed, 11 seed, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they can solidify that with it looks like just at least one win, yep. and it's not going to be an easy win. It's not going to be an easy win against the you Six know, seed Marquette, Marquette yep. Golden Eagles. So For sure. good luck to the Creighton Blue Jays. Yep. Why not? Go Jays. Go Jays. But uh, like you said, Nimhard though, uh, Big East Freshman of the Year. So um, Yes, congratulations. Some, some very, very good young players in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> and that, that reminds me. Uh, McGowan's got edge. That's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Ohio State. Give me. A, I mean, he's a great player. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but it's he. He played for a Nebraska team that didn't win very many conference games. Yeah. And and you know I I do feel that Nebraska is kind of a little brother when it comes to Big Ten. It is. You know we don't. I mean last year they just who hey who needs a basketball game? Oh Nebraska will go there and play Nebraska. Yeah. You know like they just <laughs> threw us out there as a sacrificial lamb, but. No that, doubt about it. I mean, it. that's the way when you're the new kid on the block in a, a big conference, I guess. Yep. No doubt about it. Um, like you said, I think you kind of got hosed a little bit. But, you know, that happens when you're, you know, when you don't win a lot of games. Ohio yep. State won yeah. a lot of games. So. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. All right. Um, like you said, with these uh, conference tournaments going on, we can't really keep on top of it right now. But we're going to have a big, big show once we uh, see uh, how the bracket's set up. Yes. Why don't we shift a little bit into the NBA market? We haven't talked about NBA on the show before. I saw this marquee matchup on Saturday, March 12th, and I just thought we have to talk about it. Milwaukee Bucks going into the Golden State Warriors. Woo! Uh, two of the best teams in the NBA. Yep. Maybe an NBA Finals preview. I, I think you're onto something with this. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, okay, so we got uh, you know two, two of the best players in the NBA, Giannis Atantacumpo. The Greek Freak. The Greek Freak. Uh, and Steph Curry. Giannis is uh, averaging 29.4 points a game and 11 rebounds. Uh, like That's what you he said, does. he's a That's freak. What he does. Uh, Steph's averaging four and a half threes made per game and 25.6 points. 
Miss it. Three point afraid, shooter of all time. <laughs> not afraid to hoist him up. And and right now, looking at futures here, uh, Golden State's actually sitting in two, the two hole at uh, to take it all down at plus four fifty in MGM's book. Uh, Caesar's got him at plus four fifty. Wow! But right behind him in the five spot is Milwaukee sitting at plus six hundred and plus six fifty. When you get over from Caesars to MGM, so wow. uh, they're right at the top of the heap, and, and those are those are your toughest odds right there. Um, but that might be a place where you know go ahead and throw a couple bucks. In on the Bucks. No, no, no <laughs> doubt about it. I love those odds for the Bucks. Uh, I think everybody's forgetting that they just won the championship. Yeah, what's up with that? Um, and I'm seeing Giannis score 40 per night, so I don't think anybody's figured out how to guard him yet. Uh, the, the I like the Golden State odds, too. I think people forget that they have won a couple championships in their day as well. And they're getting healthy. Yes. Okay, they're getting healthy. Once they get Draymond back, this might be the best team in the NBA. He's still out for a little bit, but if they get him anywhere near playoff time, I like him to come out of the West. I I, I think that's a, a pretty good pick. I mean, obviously it comes down between Golden State and Phoenix, doesn't it? Yeah. The Suns and the Warriors, they're so far out in front of everybody out in the West. I mean, the script has really been flipped here in the NBA recently where <laughs> right. it used to be all West. You know, it used to the be West, West had the top seven teams in the league, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the real championships is the Western Conference Finals, you know, not the actual finals. Uh, but now you got Brooklyn Nets, you got 76ers, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of books. And it's a toss up. Yeah, a lot of books have M- Milwaukee, the returning champs, at the bottom of the heap, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. Right. With the best player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just think it's absolutely nuts to, uh, you know, kind of shove uh, Giannis down the list there a little bit. But, you know, when it comes to Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, all these yeah, <laughs> all-stars that I are in it. the East, I get it. it's, it's really tough. So Get um, this, DraftKings, a lot of our listeners, yeah, yeah. you know, on DraftKings, they have them at plus 800. Whoa. You know, just looking at some futures there. No, I like that. Yeah. I j- jump on that, throw a $25 bet on that, you know. It, it's got it's somebody's it, got to win it. You somebody's got to win it, and uh, these two are the best. All right, so dialing it back to this weekend, yeah. monster matchup, a fun matchup. Milwaukee's currently the three seed, the uh, three spot on yeah, in yeah. the Western or uh, Eastern Conference. Excuse me. Golden State sitting at the two seed right now. Mm-hmm. This line's not going to get too big. No, I, I mean, what are you thinking? Two and a half. Yeah, no, I'm thinking Golden State probably opens minus up as two. A, a minus two, two okay. and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Depending on how people bet it, it could get down to one or even Milwaukee yeah. favored. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, just depends on how people bet it in the morning, and then it'll get to where it is. I think it will end, uh, will open up at, at a two-and-a-half to two-point favorite for the Golden State Okay, Warriors. so let's say, Jabron, you're on top of it. Yeah. As soon as that line opens up, and it's right where you're thinking, two-and-a-half, what are you doing? I'm doing plus two-and-a-half Milwaukee Bucks. You like you like the road dogs? I, I the like road the road Bucks. dogs, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> If everybody plays that I think is going to play, which is everybody except for Draymond Green, uh-huh. I don't think Golden State has a matchup for Giannis. They don't got the muscle, right? They don't got the muscle inside. They don't, they don't got anybody that can guard Giannis. Um, I think he probably drops 40 to 50 points. On the flip side of that, it's you know hard to guard Steph and Clay, but Milwaukee is one of the best defensive teams in the league. Exactly. And I, and I really think it... I really think it matters against these Golden State that they have guards that can run with these guys. You know, and Milwaukee has some pretty good shooters as well. Oh, no doubt you know, about they it. They can go inside, outside, where 
uh, Golden State might be limited to yeah. just relying on that jump shot, the deep three, whatever the case may be. It's just that they shoot so many of them. Yeah. At such a high percentage. They get a lot of shots up. Yes, they do. And uh, even when they're off, they'll, they'll still bury 19 a game. It's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> yep. So I think if what you're saying, Andy, is uh, if I was going to do a little parlay on this game, I might look at the over a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So yeah. whatever, uh, that's that's a play that I would look at, guys, right when it comes out. If that's anywhere near um, you know, 210, something like that, it's going over because I believe this game will probably end up uh, – 110 to 120 game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. something that's... Scoreboard's going to get lit up one way or the other. No doubt about it. So I think the over is probably going to hit in this game. But if if you see Golden State favored in this matchup at all, hammer the Bucks. Hammer the Road Dogs or Road Bucks, as I was calling them. <laughs> no, I, I like Milwaukee, but it's... Uh, whether it's NHL, NBA, MLB. Wait, no MLB. No Throw MLB. them out. Get, get rid of yeah, those guys. That's not a sport I, anymore. <laughs> I like the home team. I really yeah. do in this spot. So um, if it's at two and a half, uh, minus 110, I God, I might go with Golden State there. I mean, I know the value's not there, yeah. but I, I like to make money. I like to win money. Yeah. And Golden State, more times than not, they yeah. win at home. And all all they have to do is pour in a late three to cover. Yeah, you know right. that that's all they have to do. When it, when, it, when it gets down to that, you know, little points to cover, uh, it's nice to have a three point shooting team to yeah throw it on. Yep, and uh, and they're they're turning. I, I don't even want to say turning things around. They've been hot all season. They've been they're hot all on season. top. They know, and I don't know what it is. Um, but Golden State, they they're like one of those teams that oh we're on the national televised game right <laughs> Saturday evening okay yeah. yeah let's remind everybody let's fill it up exactly yeah oh wow and now everyone's <laughs> healthy and oh we're dunking the basketball so I, I'm shooting I just it think from half court this is one of the, yeah yeah shooting it from half court for no reason and knocking it down it's, un, it's just ridiculous for sure I mean I just feel like this is one of those sneaky spots where I mean. Maybe the, your analytics and your anal, you know, every, all that can point towards the Bucks, but this is just a spot where the Warriors are like, ah, oh, it's our time to shine. Yep, we we so, are a, we are a championship team too as well. Yeah, yeah. Nope, I can definitely see that happening. I'm still riding with Giannis. You're riding with Curry. Give me the Warriors. You're riding with Curry. Uh, it's going to be a good one. We'll both be tuned in, and we'll see who wins. All right. Well, that's going to about do it. Hey, we got we got some things going on here. Yeah. Uh, we have a new Twitter feed, right? Yep. Uh, we got some new videos coming out on YouTube. Also, we just launched some TikTok, and we already have well over a thousand followers. It's amazing. Yeah, no doubt about it. If you guys have TikTok, or if you don't have TikTok, download yeah. it. It's yeah. so fun. Uh, I will be posting <laughs> Jabron's parlays of the day every day. So if you guys want to win some money or fade me, either way, um, <laughs> get at me at uh, WTL Podcast on TikTok. You know, and uh, yeah, we're we're pretty active on Twitter. Uh, like to go back and forth. A lot of cappers, a lot of touts out there. It's kind of fun to go back and forth with those guys. For sure. Uh, you know, and and I don't feel like we're a show that's going to tell you what to do with your money. Yeah, right. But we got some pretty strong uh, suggestions. Yeah. Opinions. And, and opinions. <laughs> and I tell you what, we we've been batting at a pretty high clip here, a pretty high percentage. Yeah. Our last couple of episodes, so it's kind of fun to see where we match up with some of the established shows. Out out there and you know i kind of give it back to him a little bit For on sure twitter. you got to feed him their own medicine twitter is the ultimate you know kind of a fist fight where you don't have to take on anyone fists yep, yep. <laughs> twitter fingers Twitter, Twitter fingers, exactly. So, All right, well, that's going to wrap it up here, folks. Thanks for tuning in for another week, another show, another episode of WTL. 
I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by... Gibran, boys. That'll do it, folks. Thanks for listening.